Previously on Dice Paper Roll. The Lady of Grey Mead, impressed with their might, arranged rooms at the Phoenix. They didn't pay shite. Rested and clean after days on the road. Music on ears Ariki bestowed. Merriment followed the strings of her lute. The verdict was in. The night was a hoot. With break of day their search had begun for a wizard named Beldaf. He was the one holding the knowledge our heroes now seek. In his place a kobold, clucks the weak. Under siege by magic our heroes did save Almost tragic for this scaly little knave. The wizard wasn't home. For the second time that day, a phoenix was mentioned, but had clearly flown away. Welcome to episode 11 of Dice Paper Roll. My name is Emil and I'm playing Brackeye the Goliath Barbarian. My name is Greg, I'm playing Alan, A.A. Ron Aeon, an Asimar Sorcerer. My name is Dan and I'm playing Thandor the Human Fighter, Acolyte of Tempest. I'm sorry, that's not a voice that I'm familiar with. Can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Dan and I'll be playing... I need to warm up now. Thandor, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. That's the, that's one. the one. Right. Hi, my name is Dan, and I'm playing Thandor, the human fighter, acolyte of Tempus. <laughs> <laughs> good choice. Tempus, so good. <laughs> uh, my name's Jack, and I'm playing Riki's song. Uh, I'm a tiefling bard. Yes, you are. <laughs> There's going to be a cut of just all of me <laughs> fucking it up. Yeah. Yeah. There is. There's going to be a super cut of yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> super cut, yeah. Just like three hours yeah. of it. Back to back. <laughs> yeah. And our DM for today is... My name's Ben, and I am indeed the DM, which means I'm playing everybody else and Snatch. And Snatch is a halfling, right? Or as you guys call him, a... Child man, half man. Yeah, half man. Manchild. 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 We man. We man. We man. A man oh, of the we. Little friend. <laughs> Alright, excellent. So, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're going to pick up the game where we left off. As you are leaving Beldaf's place, you found out he was not there. Uh, it is the morning of your second day in Greymead. So, you had uh, got up, had breakfast at the inn gone to see if you could find Beldaf. He was not home, but Clux was. Um, he told you he doesn't know where the fuck Beldaf is, and so you guys have left uh, with the information that Clux gave you. What would you like to do? Well, friends, do we now travel north to Twelve Oaks and investigate these disappearances? It sounds like the people up there need our protection. It does sound pressing. I think it's the right thing to do. I, I agree with the three of you, and you, we half men. Thanks, yeah. 
How do Let's you know go. what you agree to? He hasn't said what he yeah, wants he to do yet. Yeah, he hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> you agree with his silence. Are you a mind reader, Tiefling? No, I just misspoke and forgot about one of the party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. What is your opinion? Well, I'm excited to go along with whatever uh, you all decide. I think that... Said like a player, playing like a DM. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do we uh, fade into any the background before we? <laughs> do we need any supplies before we set up? How long are we likely to be going for? Well, it was a day's journey north to Twelve Oaks, so we need at least supplies for at least, at least fill our two water, days. At least fill our water skins and get a bit of I don't know jerky. Do, do you think we can get something from the Gilded Phoenix? Why not? We can give it a go. I would like to stop off at the Temple of Tempest and do a quick ritual. So should we meet you back at the Gilded Phoenix then? Well, I guess if yes, if you don't want to, we'll get surprised. Join me, what, whatever. It's okay. It's only my shtick. It's okay. Why is Tempers? Don't really know much about it. Don't really care. Don't answer that question. Let's don't go. Worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it, my rocky friend. Helm will guide you to goodness. Well, slanty-eyed look. At this tempest where she's being little quickly in. You do have a winning smile. Ding! Back to the Gilded Phoenix. Unless you want us to come with you. No, that's okay, I can do it by myself. Alright, well, it's better when I do it myself. Yeah, so I'm doing it myself. On my own. The best way to get there is you take the Ringo Road and go all the way That's high five. Get off at George Harrison Street. It's coming along, it's coming along. <laughs> So, uh, you guys head it back. It's been a hard day's night. <laughs> <laughs> if I could get gigs eight days a week, I'd be happy. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, any more Beatles? No, I need okay. help. <laughs> <laughs> <For Yesterday. laughs> well, when I was younger, so much younger than today. Yellow submarine. So you guys make your way back to the Gilded Phoenix and as you do, Thandor departs for the Temple of Tempest. You make your way down to the temple. Which way does it go? Around the Ringo Road. (laughs) uh, In a clockwise direction and then a little bit anti-clockwise and then clockwise again because you get lost. Oh, I don't remember which way it was. <laughs> <laughs> Managed to lead the party directly to the Street of Sprites, but get a little bit lost on the way out. Um, yeah, so you, you make your way there, and uh, Vince is going about his daily duties, um, but there's quite a lot of other people there. The villagers that you had escorted uh, from the abandoned mine are all there. Uh, there's a, a blonde-haired farmer nursing his crutch, uh, after having had his genitals bitten off, uh, yeah, yeah, he's just got like a big kind of bandage nappy sort of around there. He's looking particularly sorry for himself. There's, um, a, there's a soft-faced man saying, "Welcome to the humics." <laughs> Here's the complimentary shower kit, yeah. and a foundation, and razor. I think you'll find you need a plug. <laughs> Oh, Vince, castrated up. So, Thandor, you ignore that soft-faced man and say that as you walk in and uh, Vince says, Ah, Thandor. <laughs> How goes it, Vince? Uh, very... uh, have you been able to look after all the refugees? <laughs> <laughs> Ringo's take on the crisis. <laughs> so funny. So far, yes, yes, they've... Uh, they are fed and they are housed. They are, but uh, I do worry... 
Um, I worry about our ability to be able to afford to feed this many people. Am I to just take all the money out of the coffers here at the temple? Well, I think, at least for the moment, until we can figure out something else. I mean, I can speak with the Lady Greymead and see if maybe she might be able to help us out. Alright, well, if you could do that at some stage, that would probably be good. But I will dig into the coffers and I'll go to the markets today and make sure they're all looked after. I'll leave you to your business. Alright, thank you. May Tempest follow you. And also you. In a totally non-stalkery way. It's important to remember, we will never walk alone. Um, Thandor uh, walks through the hall and up the steps to the front of the church and there's uh, an old broken hilt of a, a sword and would, you know, just like to pray to the sort of the relic and to Tempest and just say, hello, <coughs> Tempest. It's me, Thandor. I'd just like to say, could you please look after us on our journey? Give us strength to our blade. That's all. Yes, my son. <laughs> Ooh. Hello. Um, if you could do that, that'd be great. I've never actually heard your voice before. It's pretty... <laughs> this is pretty special, actually. I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> well... How you doing? <laughs> so, how you going? Good, my son. Okay, well, um, if, yes, if, uh, I will bring great strength and power to your name if you could give me your strength for this day's journey and to my fellow compatriots. Right oh my son. <laughs> and you turn around and you see like one of the big fat villagers who'd kind of uh, been escorted by you. <laughs> Just slapping his belly going, oh, that was a good one. Oh, oh you thought I was Tempest. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Hi. Um, Murders him. I'm like so close to murdering this guy. Um, uh, where where are you from, good sir? Oh me? Uh, yes. Taldorn. 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 Yeah. You can get the fuck out my church. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't. I didn't mean it. Well, you don't mess with the man's faith. That's just fucked up. <laughs> Well, I'm terribly sorry. That really uh, hurt. I thought I spoke with the Tempest. I'll be, I'll be on my way then. No, you can stay, I guess. But seriously, that was a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, Thandor's just going to walk out of the temple really kind of downcast and just looking at his feet and just yeah. take one look back at the altar and the... the, um, the that uh, music plays from Arrested the, Development when they're just shuffling <laughs> along with their head down the ground. Um, yeah, at, at the altar and the relic and then he's just going to flip the bird to that dude and leave. Yeah, okay. So the, the big fat guy kind of looks down at his feet a little bit shamefaced and realises it was a total dick move and you feel a tugging at your cloak on the side and you look down and Bex is standing there uh, oh hello little one had a bad day hello Bex <laughs> <laughs> thought he spoke to God have more Bex 
Two bloods. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really think that's appropriate in the church. <laughs> Communion morning, all that shit, why not? Yeah. I was thinking something else. Churches <laughs> and whatnot and children. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he looks up at you and tugs at the cloak and says, Are you alright? Yeah, are you alright, Thandor? You look sad. Yes, I'll be alright. Um, young Bex. Hey, I have a job for you. Could you please keep an eye out for all these uh, villages and people? You are a very strong young man. You'll be a, a great addition to the church. Why? Where are you going? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, we were all compelled to think <laughs> oh, That would be a cardinal sin. <laughs> <laughs> this would be relevant about By six George. weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yes, six weeks ago. <laughs> I got it. They um, won't get it. I forgot oh. where I was at. Um, where, where you're are you about going? to indoctrinate a young child into your faith. Yes. Mm-hmm. Carry on. Um, I'm Evil. just going to go with the, the other, the others that we met. We're going to go and. Uh, See what's happening at Twelve Oaks, north but, of here. But why? You can't leave. You can't leave. And he looks up at you, and his bottom lip quivers a little bit. And you can see that he's trying to be brave. But uh, the fact that he has just lost his uh, his parent is, uh, yeah. Well, it's, to... <laughs> it, it's okay, young man. Don't worry. You're a very strong, brave, brave man. Can you I know? come with you? If you so desire to come, your sister will be safe here. Really? Yes, I'll make sure that Vince looks after her. If you want to come, come along. Why not? <laughs> what harm could happen to a young boy out in the wild? <laughs> <laughs> Two <laughs> priests. Uh... <laughs> Probably less harm than might happen to him at the church. It's not the Catholic Church, it's the Church of Tempest. Hang on, do you want be... this podcast to go well in America or badly? Uh, oh, it's called, it's called Karen. Okay. I'll just cut that. <laughs> uh, maybe we shouldn't make so many. Yes, kidding on the station. Good call, Black Eye. <laughs> um, I don't know, but well, Bex, if you wish to join, can that be your catchphrase? All... <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually having a stroke. <laughs> 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 um, oh. Bex, if you wish to join us, you are a very strong young lad, and your bow, Tempest, will help you make it seem true, something. Wow, I thought that would be much harder to convince you to let me come. I thought you'd say no. Well, I've seen your great strength. You're a good young lad. Tempest! Yes, Tempest uh, will look after you. Come! Great. And he, uh, he whips out like um, into one of the rooms where he's been staying. He comes back with his bow and goes, I'm ready to go. Everything's Look better with Bex. Bex. Mm. Delicious. Ah, you got a refreshing attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Hops to <do> it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and uh, yeah, we'll start making our way back towards the Gilded Phoenix. Alright, uh, so as Thandor was down at the temple, uh, you guys arrive back at the Guild of Phoenix, and as you come back in, you notice there are, it's quite busy for mid-morning. 
and you walk back in and Begran is standing there with a uh, woman, a human woman that is a bit older than him. Uh, she's a little bit overweight. She's got silver long hair down to halfway down her back. And he looks up and goes, Ah, welcome back, travellers. There are a lot of people in here that have heard of your song last night, Eureka's song, and uh, they've come to, to see if, if it's true, these travellers from faraway lands. Brackeye squints his eyes and kind of nods and kind of looks around and scans the room. He's going to do like a, what, investigation? A scan room check? Yeah. Uh, what are you investigating for? I just want to see if, just want to get the lay of the room, just see what, see what the vibe is, see who the crowd are, just, just look for any potential threats, just in case. Great. I would roll a perception. Ooh, it's bad. Six. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you're a little... <laughs> A little bit puffed up like by the, the praise and the, like compliment. the compliment, and you look around and yeah, it's sure. just there's a lot of people. You just see a lot of city folk. I'm a bit unused to being around people, so I'm you are. I'm going to hang at the back and maybe sit down. Okay, so you find a, an empty table and, and sit down. Uh, Ariki song, Alan. So what are they looking? They're, they're looking for. They're... Good day, good day, people. I'll pull the chair out and put one foot up on it and lean my elbow on my knee and say, yes, hello, I am Alan. You may be looking for me. Uh, and one person kind of comes through from the crowd and you recognise him as Jonathan, the man who you rescued back at Limbra. He says, oh, it is true. You, you found your way here. I, I'd heard about these heroes, a sh- shiny-looking hero and a, a, a tiefling playing music, t- telling everyone about how our town burnt down, and I thought I should come here. It's you, Jonathan! It's me, Jonathan! Look, Arikis! The guy I totally remember! It's Jonathan! <laughs> Don't you remember that good old... Jono! Jono! <laughs> Good to see you, Jono! And I'll just punch him in the arm. Oh! No, oh. I'm really weak. Actually, it doesn't really go down. I'm going to strike the mate. I just. Yeah, <laughs> it looks good though. And yeah. he's a bit chuffed that you uh, remember him and a few of those. A bit of a, work, a murmur of the people around him. Oh, he knows, he knows the, the Asimar. Oh, I think we should all, uh, we should all toast to, to Jono's bravery. From losing his town in a fiery inferno of death and destruction. Anti justice. <laughs> Begran has beat you to it. He comes over with a, a tray filled with uh, tankards of ale and lays them down at the table. Says, Welcome back, heroes. I've, oh, so many people have come here just asking about you. I'm bringing good business to the Gilded Phoenix, so these are on the house. Thank you, Begran. I'm, I'm absolutely parched. Rikis, I'm sure they're here to see you and hear another of your songs. Um, yes, well, a number of people have come in. Uh, they heard that it was, it was going off in here last night. Yes, well, if you could... Uh, I could possibly perform again if anyone wants to uh, convince me. I rubbed my uh, fingers together. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the viewers at home, the <laughs> listeners. Uh... And so we're like, oh yes, yes, please play, please play, we want to hear your song. Oh shit. Alright, I'm, I'm, well, alright then, um, I'll, uh, I'll set up my lute and my drum, start tapping away. Yeah, let's roll the Ooh. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen? 
Yeah. You uh, you pull out a, a pretty good little tune on the loop and tap yeah. it away at the drum and uh, the crowd kind of bobbing their heads along with the music and they're all fairly entranced uh, with you. Can I um can I try to like escalate like try to step up my my level of performance? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Just a bit of that star power. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. like oh, yeah. Star power. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some pretty good guitar. Oh. Right? I stepped it up. Yeah. Can I yeah. ask what the song's about? Um, oh yeah, so the song is about um, it's about like a group of three children going through a forest on um, on like a, a dark, dank night. Dank, really dank. <laughs> Super dank. Yeah. The word Hate. dank <laughs> it, like is is above average in this song. <laughs> um and, uh, recurs a lot. It's disproportionately high. Yeah. <laughs> um and and as as the three children um it's sort of a bit of a tragic song because they all end up dead. And it sort of tells the story in quite gory detail how each child was... Um... Excellent. <laughs> as, yes, you, yeah. as you finish the final chord and the drum beat on the, on the uh, drum with your tail, you stop and the last notes ring out and reverberate across the room and it's just kind of silence for a minute as everyone looks at you blankly and one uh, common woman holding a little baby, the like four-year-old child, and the child just starts gently weeping into her chest. <laughs> and she looks at you and just gives you a death stare and shakes her head. Saying, Look what you did to my baby. She gets up and storms out. Brackeye wipes away a single tear. Yeah. yeah. Brackeye's a little bit touched by it and Begran's just... <laughs> Or you arrive back uh, at this point. Does the people seem to be wearing more eye makeup recently? You know, seem to be thicker. No, there was an illness, but apparently there's the cure. <laughs> um, maybe she just didn't wash around her eyes a bit. Still blood. Still got a bit of that uh, caked up blood. Mm. Let's not get into that too much. (laughs) Uh, The elderly, uh, the older silverhead woman that was standing behind the bar with Begrin comes up and goes, Oh, well, good to meet you, heroes. My name is Calissa. I'm Begrin's mother and the proprietor of this establishment for some time now. I believe you were looking for a story. Mr. Goliath, man. Your son promised me the story of why this place is called... Whatever it's called. I was interested, that's all. Well, originally, if you want to know, uh, this place was simply called the Phoenix. When when my father was the innkeeper, but back in those days, times were hard and business was bad. And then one day, a long time ago, the inn burnt to the ground. The fire destroyed everything. But as my father picked through the ruins of his livelihood, he noticed a crack in the wall of the basement that had never been there before. It must have opened up during the destruction of the building and on the other side, there was a tunnel. It led to a hidden underground chamber that by Tamora's luck contained an old chest and within that chest lay some long forgotten relics, a pair of gauntlets and a helm 
said to have belonged to an ancient hero. He sold them for a small fortune, enough to rebuild the inn and restore it to much better condition than it had been in before, and to still have enough left over to live comfortably for the remainder of his life, short though it was. You know, he became obsessed with the idea that there were other such hidden chambers beneath the streets and buildings of Greymead, and he spent a great deal of time looking for them. But if he ever stumbled upon anything, he never shared it with us. He died a couple of years later. Sorry, I'm rambling, aren't I? Yes, uh, the Gilded Phoenix, the inn, yes. So uh, just as the Phoenix is reborn in the ashes of its fiery death, so too was our family's inn, only better thanks to the, the newfound wealth. So that's how it got its name. <laughs> that was a good story. Yes, it's a long one. Now, Bear Grand doesn't have a very good memory. He never, never listens to anything I say. Uh, buy you a drink. Well, yes, if you'd like to. It's, uh, I do own the establishment, though, so... Nothing's free. That's true. I'll have the most expensive wine in the house. Thanks. Get her a bottle of the house, Red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. You're a generous adventurer. Uh, as Is she just going to resell it? Yeah, she might raise it up with the cheers and then puts it back down. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as this is all happening, uh, a young boy, about 12 years old, little errand boy, arrives with a note uh, and comes in and you see him looking and he lays eyes on you, Aylan, and comes up with a, a note that is from Lady Verisal. Thank you, young man. Hold his hand out. I'll rifle in my pocket and pull out a gem. <laughs> he looks at it. Jesus. And his eyes just widen and his jaw drops. And he looks at me. Really, mister? Good. Yes. Thank you for the note, young page. I believe that's ample payment. Yes. Yeah. And he, like, looks and closes his fist and just bolts out of the room. Um... I don't he think he's mugged. going back to Lady Parasol. <laughs> <laughs> he was mugged and killed on the way. <laughs> His corpse was found in the river three days later. <laughs> Where's Helm's protection then? <laughs> His mother and 12 uh, siblings all died. <laughs> and with that, they realised with great, great wealth comes great responsibility. And swift execution. Yes. Uh, you look at the note, and it's from Lady Verisal, and she says, it says, Dear adventurers, please find outside mounts to assist you on your journey. Uh, you should be underway as soon as humanly, or, as, excuse me, and that's crossed out, it says, Asamali, cross out again. Just, just go, quickly, please, thank you. <laughs> Lady V. Uh, looks over at Aelan. V-Dog. Braggar looks over at Aelan reading the note and kind of, Did she mention me? Um... Yes? There's a postscript. Uh, oh, yes. Actually, yes. There yeah, is a scrolls a little bit further. <laughs> yeah, <I'll just> scroll <laughs> scroll a little bit further. Mm. The postscript says, To that stony-eyed gentleman, I wish you a good journey. My thoughts will be with you. <laughs> so, uh, Begrand. Begrand. Yes? Uh, yes? We, uh, we must be off uh, very shortly, but uh, I hope we've brought uh, much custom to your inn. Perhaps you could assist us with some travel rations to take with us? 
Absolutely, my fine adventurers. I will arrange some uh, rations for you, and I'll I'll pack a travel hamper for oh, you. Excellent. Yes. Make sure you put the check cloth on top. Go the easy. Red and white ones. Yes. Oh, it's already there. Go easy on the deviled eggs. Gives me wind. No, pack them in extra. And I like the deviled eggs. It's kind of a ironic thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> She'll have fairy cakes. Top five. Awesome. Uh, Great. So, you guys prepare to leave. Is there anything else you would like to do before you go? It's now late morning. Um, I want to look at just look at the structure of the inn a bit more closely. Just kind of just try and get an idea about what the layout is and how long it is, and what are the oldest parts of it, and all that stuff. Just a little bit of a scope. Okay. Roll another. Be the best check. Roll an investigation check. Did you say that I dropped off? Yeah, you're yeah, late. Yeah, okay, okay, you're late. late. Yeah. Okay. yeah, no, good. What did you roll? <laughs> two. That's two. Uh, anything to add on to that? Or no, no, Okay. No, so, really not, not having spent a lot of time in human cities, dwellings? yeah, human dwellings, you are not really able to tell what are older parts of the inn. Or not, it all looks about the same to you, but it is really quite well appointed. There's now that you have heard the story, uh, you see that the artwork uh, has some nice kind of uh, frames on it, and there are. I noticed Thandor looking at me, looking at the like the corner thing, and I just kind of look back at him and nod and go, "Well, very good attention to detail." Oh yes, quite nice, isn't it? Very well done. Good workmanship. Mm, it is. Been quite, quite. Been asked for Spared no expense. No, not at all. Have you noticed the gargoyles? Oh, no, I haven't actually. Oh, I'm going to go and have a look at them. Fireplace is <laughs> well cornished. Right. Is that the, uh, the lunch there, Big Rad? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank fuck for that. Thank you. <laughs> Grand comes out with a hamper. Stop and with fucking grand designs. You, you blink the red and white. <laughs> grand design. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you lift the red and white cloth and you see there's uh, yeah loaves of bread and some uh, some jerky, cheeses and some meat and flask of wine, a couple of flasks of wine, some pot water, of, pot of honey, and a pot of honey. Yes. How much, how much do I owe you for? Oh no, you don't, 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 you don't owe us anything. Lady Berisal uh, directed us to never see s- to your needs and... Never say that until someone gives you a check. Friends, uh, we have mouths... The honesty, sorry. <laughs> we, well, I, I respect you for that honesty. Uh, yes, yes, I would have thought you would have been better, but anyways. Thandor. Thandor. <laughs> but I've already uh, spoken to Lady Berisal, who's set us up. Don't worry. Okay. We're working for her now. There are mounts outside to speed us to Twelve Oaks. Shall we travel on, my friends? Well, I, I was... Uh, has anyone seen someone that can cure uh, a carcass? Like a tanner? Uh, carcass? <laughs> like, like a tanner? Like what, raised yeah. dead? Yeah. Cure no, a carcass? No, not cure, right? no, like... Oh, it's uh, because of your heart, isn't it? I'd Ten like to never. make my heart oh, a little nice. wee more permanent. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Beggar and goes, Mom, Mom, and his his mum uh, comes back over and she says, Yes, you oh you want you want to make uh, your want me to take that hat, do you? And she kind of I, holds out her fingers and tries to just like <laughs> hold it by the tip of the ear. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's it's got to go over my horns. She says, well, I, I do. I, I'm sure we can find someone. We'll see how it is for when you get back. Thank you. She Thank walks you off much. gingerly holding this kind of gross wolf's head that you've been sloughing. Yeah. <laughs> Dry reaching a little bit. Braco turns the handle of the door, walks outside, drinks the potion of healing and mounts up. What are you rolling for? For the potion of healing. Oh, okay. For the mounting. How <laughs> <laughs> much damage do, only, only, do I do? Only, only healed five points of healing, so I'm up at 21. Okay, great. Did we all get a healing potion? Nope. No, there uh, were only two. Uh, so Brackeye used his, uh, and as you, you use it, the um, blood that had been trickling out of your ear from the thunder wave that Ariki's song had cast in the courtyard at Beldaf, so that sort of clears up and your ear feels um, feels pretty good. No, it's ingenuous. Yeah, your knee's still a little bit sore though. So as you step outside, the sun is at its peak, it's midday, you mount up and you head off. Let us ride to the north, to Twelve Oaks. Fantastic. Uh, Thandor uh, helps Bex up onto his own horse, and he can ride along on the on the back of um, Thandor's. Yeah, great. his own horse. No. So you each have your own mount. We, we all have our own mount. So you oh. walk outside. The sun is uh, at its peak. It's a clear winter's day. Um, actually, no, it's not. You walk outside. The sun is at its peak, <laughs> but it's quite overcast, and it looks like rain is threatening. There are four horses tethered oh. out the front and a ominous. smaller pony for Snatch. Less ominous. Four horsemen and the shepherd of the apocalypse. And Beck's dog is there as uh, well. So, yeah, oh, what sort of dog is Beck's dog? Uh, he's a German shepherd. <laughs> An Alsatian. Wow. Yeah. That's unusual. Because Bex is. <laughs> what part of Faerun is Germany? <laughs> We're just the evil bit. <laughs> <laughs> we love our German listeners. <laughs> <laughs> our German listeners. <laughs> just say, Willkommen. And off we do say. Alright. Alright, well, we'll head off then. Hey, you head off. You set your mounts to a, a yeah. walk. Oh, you don't, it's a little bit busy to be just trotting through the middle of the city, but you uh, make your way to the north of the city, the Cloud Gate. Stop that. <laughs> Why are you making a hoof sound from the drums, I just really didn't feel like it was enhanced enough. <laughs> Oh, look at them! There go the adventurers! I heard she's a very good bard. Look at that one, he's glowing. Is he wearing anything under the robe? I don't think he is. I think that's part of his charm. Is that the guy from the drummer from that band? Is that the one? Is that the same person? I think it is. Uh, there are two bards. Is that that huge rock dude? Who? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Metal. a little half mad with them? It's like a sneaky Look at this little pony. What a dick. More like shitless pony. <laughs> shitless pony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we digress. <laughs> Alright, so you guys a fun bit. make your way to the Cloud Gate. It's named so because to the north of the city there are hills and north of those hills is the Cloud Lake. Um, 
So yeah, it's uh, quite overcast and just as you leave the city, a light rain begins to fall intermittently throughout the day as you make your way northward through those hills. Uh, as soon as you leave the city, you're, you're able to put your mounts to a fast pace and, and move really quite quickly through the hills and around the south and east corner of Cloud Lake. And uh, the waters reflect the gray sky above. And uh, in the late afternoon, the rain stops and a cold wind blows the clouds away. Uh, do you guys want to do anything? You just keep keep on riding? Water the horse. Yeah, so you stop a couple Not of times. Not a watering can, just yeah. give it some water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get a watering can, just <laughs> It's meant to grow bigger. <laughs> just water in the hole. Um, Not a Thandor will keep an eye out, ever vigilant, um, see if there is any threats on the horizon or, yes, just constantly keeping on watch. Yeah, great. Uh, so you are keeping an eye out. Can you roll a perception check? I sure can. Oh, look at that, just a 15. Uh, perception is 19. Yeah, you, you are ever vigilant in the name of Tempest and you do not see anything that threatens you the whole journey there. Um, Ooh, it's a bird. Yeah, it's quite cold. Your cloaks are a little bit damp from the rain. Yeah. It's been falling. Uh, and you arrive... It's quite a big tree. Oh, that's a tree. It is. <laughs> hey, Bex, look at the tree. Hey, look, I found a body. He's <laughs> <laughs> hopping along, isn't he? Well, he... I got him some money. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Love this accent. <laughs> uh, pretty great. So, uh, yeah, you're right around the southeastern corner of Cloud Lake and you arrive in a small village, which you know to be the village of Shadefall. Uh, you arrive at dusk as, um, as the day is ending. Getting quite chilly here. It is a bit. And it's a small village of fishermen that rests on the northeastern shores of Cloud Lake and it's flanked by nearby forests to the east. And in the darkening night, you're still maybe a mile or so away as you enter, as you approach the village and night falls and you can see firelight twinkling from the dozens of log cabins that make up Shadefall. And as you enter the village, you can hear the sound of crickets and the gentle lapping of the waters in the lake. Rako looks for what might be like some sort of public house or some sort of, the, the kind of centre of the village kind yeah. of area. I feel like it's going to be like stilt buildings a bit as well, some of them. And like... Oh, in case of flooding? Yeah, in case of flooding. Yeah, some of them are up on stilts. Okay. Uh, and then on the further side of the road, away from the lake, the land slopes up a little bit, so those are not all on stilts, but there is a much larger... That's where the rich people live. There is a larger uh, establishment there, and the smells of cooking meat waft from it. Uh, Bring it down. And you hear a, uh, a wolf howl somewhere in the distance and several dogs around the village begin barking. But you make your way towards this inn and you see a sign out the front that proclaims it the homely gnome. This is the tavern now? Ooh, yeah. I want to go uh, you think so? It smells, uh, smells pretty good. This campaign's turning into a, like a bar runner. Like a bar Twelve venues in twenty-four nights. Come on down. All right, I'm already day drunk, so let's keep this going. <laughs> Brackeye dismounts and looks for some sort of stable hand. 
Oh yeah, there's a, a hitching post. Okay. Yeah, there's uh, some hitching posts just just out the front. Sorry, what time of day is it? It's night time. It's evening. Yeah. Evening has fallen, and uh, let's find a room, friends, and rest for the night, and travel on to Twelve Oaks in the morn. I'll wait here with the horses. You sort out the rooms and send out the stable hand. Certainly. Okay, we can do that. Good. Thank you. I'll right, open so. the door to um, what's the name of the place again? The homely gnome. So back how you stay outside the. Yeah. Coming in. Cold night air, you guys um, all walk yeah. inside. You open the door to the homely gnome and you walk inside and it's uh, it's it's not a, a huge inn. Um, you suspect it might only have three or four rooms. You walk in and the common room is warm and there's a smell of uh, roasting meat, but you see only two uh, villagers off to one side near the fire at a table with mugs of ale and uh, you can hear some movement and clinking of glasses behind the bar. Uh, give the two uh, friendly villagers a nod if they're friendly or not. Yeah, as you walk in and cold wind blows in, they look up from their drinks and see you. And uh, you I'll see, flash them a winning smile. Ding! And you see like that uh, two half elf males. They kind of look at you and lift their heads in acknowledgement and turn back to their conversation, a low murmuring, and drink their their uh, drinks as you come inside. I will return their chin pump. <laughs> chin pump? Oi. That's Oi. Well, mate. That's uh, <laughs> and uh, walk up to the bar. Yeah, I'll um, follow Alan's lead and um, head towards the bar. Uh, as you get there, you walk inside and you see behind the bar there are some, there's like a lute uh, and a horn and a drum up the top and you hear this sort of clinking and and then you, uh, one of you goes, <coughs> clears your throat, and this little it was a snatch, right? Head pop. Yeah, yeah, it was snatched. <coughs> Service, please. And uh, you see this little head of a gnome pop up with these green eyes and a brown kind of mop of hair, and he goes, "Oh, oh, customers, hello, hello, oh, welcome, welcome." And he hops up onto this like step uh, behind the bar, and he goes, "My name's." Piss on her back. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the only gnome. This is my establishment. What brings um, you here on this cold winter's night? Uh, good day, Monsieur Piss on her back. <laughs> just, just piss on is fine. Piss on. Piss on her back, bobble bottom. Ah, piss on her back, bobble bottom. Well met, uh, friend gnome. It's a pleasure to meet you. It is a pleasure to meet you, piss on. Uh, do you have rooms for the night where we may rest our weary heads? Dry and warm rooms? Oh, yes. Preferably how many, dry. How many song. rooms do we need? We need one, two, four, five, six. Six for the boy. Oh, well, I only have four rooms in this inn, but well, uh, you're welcome to them. Thank you. Uh, do, are you in the uh, realm of Greymead? Do you, do you swear allegiance to Greymead? I, I do. Uh, lady. Lady Greymead, yes. Lady of Greymead. <laughs> Lady of Greymead. Well, yes, of, of course. Uh, she gave me this scroll. I don't know if it's... Uh... To Begran at the Gilded Phoenix. No, not that one. Give me that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, rooms for the knights. <laughs> How much do they cost? Oh, I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> I see what you're trying to do. I'm afraid I can't discount my rooms, but you're welcome. Uh, it will only cost you... Two gold for four rooms for the night. Oh, that's chips, chips. Right here, we'll all pop down two gold on the bar and say, well, we'll take those rooms. Thank you very much. 
Welcome, it's, uh, well, come on in. Uh, we've got roast pheasant out the back there, and uh, if you're hungry. I, I have a question. Why didn't you make the bar the same, like, the proper height for a noob? I, I was wondering that too. <laughs> oh, why, well, why did you make a bar that then you need to use steps to get up to the top of the bar? Well, you see, I've only become the uh, proprietor here in recent times. It wasn't built for me, but I renamed it mine. I'm the current owner, but uh, I don't think I'll be here for a very long time. Oh, why is that, Urbach? Oh. Pisson, you can call me Pisson. Pisson. Oh, yes. Bobble Bottom is my last, it's my last name. first name basis here. Yes. <laughs> you can call me Pisson. <laughs> call me Thandor. All right, Thandor. And I'm Elan. Elan. Oh, you're oh, not Do you there. have a uh, stable boy or some sort of uh, help? Uh, n- <laughs> no, we don't. I don't right now, but uh, I can see to it. Uh, we, we have horses yes, that need a stabling as well. So oh, our maybe rocky I'll... friend can come inside out of the cold and wet. Oh, all right. Well, tell him to, to come in. I'll uh, I'll go out and do that. But I'll, I'll poke my head out the door and be like, Hey, Brad guy, you want to come in? They're going to sort out the horses. Will they be safe? Yes, they should be safe. I trust this little person. <laughs> trust a gnome. <laughs> and I come inside. <laughs> you just like drop the horses in the middle of the road, like you just like let go of them. Yeah, he, right. he was previously holding them over his shoulder, <laughs> just a stack of four, two on each shoulder. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> Balancing the pony just on you, <laughs> like a pony mohawk, <laughs> or a one foot, like a pony mohawk. No, a pony um, Pisson, can you tell us how far it would be to get to, uh, to Twelve Oaks? How much further journey? Oh, well, if you've got horses and, uh, and, uh, shit and pony there, then it should only take you a few hours. A few hours? Oh, that's all for me. What do you know of the area? What do you mean? Well, there's a big lake over there. Twelve Oaks. And, uh, woods over there. Oh, Twelve Oaks? Oh, it's just a small, uh, uh, village of woodsmen, mostly. We've heard that they have made come Yeah, any reason trolls. Have you seen any kinds of things out of the ordinary or you well, know, disturbances in the area? Not up that way, but uh, down here we've had a few strange going-ons lately. We've had a few people go missing in recent months. Children? Hi, children. But, but uh, poor old Wanda went missing as well two months ago. Who's Wanda? Wanda. Wanda, uh, she's Walt's wife. Walt's wife Wonder. Walt's wife Wonder. What's Walt's last name? Williams and Walton Willi- Walt Walt Williams. Walt Williams. Walt Williams. Walt Williams' wife has gone missing. Well, Walt Wonder. Disney. <laughs> you sure she's not just wandering around? Hey, Ringo. Yes, bad puns. That's the next next character trait. Do I get extra XP for yeah, bad exactly bug? Personality trait. I'm sticking to my thing. I think you get inspiration. Yeah. Does. yeah. <laughs> so what uh, happened? Wanda went missing. Uh, Willy nilly. <laughs> she did. She went missing a few a couple of months ago, and uh, poor old Walt. He hasn't been the same ever since. He's in here most days, drinking himself into a stupor. But he hasn't been in here the last couple of days. Can you tell us whereabouts they live? Maybe we should check out, check in on them, see where if there's anything out there. If you if you want to ease the uh, the third house on the left, further up the road. Send the boy. What boy? Looks the backs. Yeah, 
I don't, I don't really know about that. It's it's just, like, just, well, if I were you, I'd probably it's probably best to be sticking inside at uh, night time uh, these days with uh, poor old. Uh, Send the boy and watch him from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> it's bait. <laughs> poor old Dab's twin girls went missing last month, and it was Wanda the month before. Missing people, eh? Twin Dabs. Sounds incredibly familiar. I know. Uh, Dolph over there says he found. Uh, Blood stains, and uh, thinks there have been increased wolf activity around here lately. What's what's Dolph's profession? A Dolph is a fisherman. Oh. Well, is he sure it's not the fish, his blood, or um, some other kind of blood? Well, you ask him. He, but he says it was in the woods, so uh, it'd be oh, strange oh, to put her fish blood. <laughs> I think they're called land fish. Yeah, maybe it's those flying fish. <laughs> well, I don't know. We don't really have fish where they come from most of the time. Well, they, if they <laughs> are, they're deep under the ice. Yeah, I do. I, <laughs> indeed. And very, very cold. And, like, mostly they're, like, whale-sized, so... Whale-sized fish. Oh, oh, you mean whales? No, I believe you may call them whales. In my place, whale-sized. I think they're actually mammals as well. Sorry, that was shit. Thanks for that little piece of information, Ringo. I mean, that or have we really started classifying animals yet? Um. Right, I'm well, really shall we down. go and investigate? <laughs> uh, shall we uh, venture forth and, um, and see if this person is at home as a group or while you prepare us some boiled goose for dinner? And we'll go and check on this uh, Walt. And the Dolph. Dolph's in the common room. Yeah. Oh, he's right well, the half elves looks up and goes, What are you checking on me for? I'm over here. Just checking you're not drinking too much, good sir. Look I'm, after yourself. Uh, I'm fine, thanks. What are you What are you going to look for Walt for, that drunken? He'll only be passed out in his fucking cabin. <laughs> well, three Suddenly days. Like a, he met, he where are you dead. there from, Dolph? Like, oh, someplace. Down under. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah, south, maybe north. South, 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 south again, yeah. What are you fucking looking at me for, you cunts? <laughs> <laughs> Blue minute we fucking drink. Oh, fine. Order the pheasant. I'm going to check on this Walt fellow. You check on Walt. You check on Dolph. I sit down with Dolph and, and, and I buy a drink or like point to the bartender for a drink and then sit down with Dolph. Yeah, yeah. And just, just sit quiet. Come with me, Thandor. We we will go and protect those in need together. Let's go and check out Walt. Tempest and Held. Working together. Pals forever. <laughs> What will they do next? <laughs> We're the best of friends. <laughs> We're saving the world. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sometimes your biggest rival becomes your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Two brothers. <laughs> From asteroids. Two brothers. And then the uh, moon crashes into the <laughs> earth. And what you gonna do then? <laughs> but they've got a strong bond. <laughs> Taco Amada. Anyways. Taco Amada. <laughs> Sorry, um, two brothers. Yep. Okay. But yes. Fair so I'm talking to what's his face. They're going to check on Walt. Yeah. Yep. Um, Great. You guys walk out into the cold night air. The street is brightly lit. 
by the moons above and you walk down the street and follow the directions that you were given by Pisson. Bang on his door. Yeah, you <laughs> knock on the door and you hear no answer. Um, uh, Thandor is going to just sort of walk around and just do a bit of a perimeter check around the house and mm-hmm. just sort of try and see if there's any bloodstains or you know, any of the sort of stuff that had been already kind of mentioned, just kind of do a, a bit of investigation. Roll an investigation. That is 11. It's night time, but it's pretty brightly lit from the moons above, and you do a... It's, it doesn't take long to do a perimeter check because it's quite a small cabin, and you see nothing outside. Alan, you notice that there is no light inside the uh, cabin. Can I try to open the door? Yeah. You open it, and it just swings open easily. I will cast light into the room. Yeah, your magical light infuses the room with its orange glow, and you see that it is just a simple cabin. Uh, there are a number of like little carvings that seem to be made of some kind of bone on the drawers and one of the tables, but other than that, it's empty. Okay, I, I cast light on the lintel, by the way, above the door, because I have to cast light on something, so... Okay, so just, just on the edge yeah, stick it in yeah. point. What's yeah. a lintel? It's the, the bit of bit over the top of the door. Oh. The carvings on the drawers... The You're outside still, unless you want to... Yeah, I'll, now that I see that there is light that is um, shone inside the building, mm-hmm. I'll head around and make my way in. Yeah, see if there's any way that I recognise those kind of things. I don't think so. I don't really know too many. You walk in, you see Alan standing there. Uh, his magical light is affixed to the lintel above the door, and Alan, you're looking through the cabin. Yep. Can uh, I make a perception check. Yeah. To see if I see anything, any clues as to where Walt may have gone. Yeah. Twenty. That's not a 20 on the dice, 19 on the dice, but 20 on the Nice. Uh, you search around, the, the bed is unmade, and there are a couple of empty bottles uh, that you pick them up and smell them, and they seem to have had some, some kind of strong liquor in them. Uh, and then you you look around, there's clothes all over the floor. No, they're empty. There's nothing there to, to drink. Uh, the window is open, though, and the um, <coughs> curtains kind of flap in the cold breeze that comes in, into the it, cabin. The, does it seem like it's been recently lived in, or that it's that it like this is stuff that has just been sitting here? You're all exception, yeah. I don't know what die to use. Ah, um, Perception. Mm-hmm. J12. Yeah, you. All you see is that the place is a fucking mess, um, and it looks like yeah, whoever's in there is uh, is. Been living a, a bit of a messy life. It seems uh, some sort of drunk lives here, um, Thandor, and he's not here now. There's not much we can do. Perhaps we should rest for the night and set out on the journey where we know we can help people tomorrow. Plus, there's boiled goose waiting for us at the tavern. You guys start to head back to the tavern, Brackeye. You sit down next to Dolph. You pull up a, a pew next to the two half-elves, and you see they actually look uh, remarkably similar. And they both look at you and go, what do you want? I just saw two brothers, wanted a drink, didn't want to sit by myself. Well then, welcome. What's your name? Brackeye, it's me. Brackeye, I'm Rolf. And I'm Dolph. Rolf and Dolph. How long have you been living here then? All our lives. And you're fishermen? Right. I. What kind of fish do you fish? 
in the town. What's the main type of fish the, here? The, the scaly ones. If I was in a pub and it said catch of the day, what would the catch of the day be? Cloudfish. Ah, fluffy. Yeah. Mm. Anything, uh, <laughs> where are you from? They're a bit awkward, they kind of look at each other. A long way away. I'm a traveller. Mm. Well, we're following a trail. No. It's led us here. We'll go to Twelve Oaks soon. Twelve Oaks? Mm. Good folk up there. Strange goings on, we think. Oh, well, yeah, there's strange goings on everywhere. Or with Wanda disappearing. Who? Wanda. Mm. Walt's wife. Mm. Wanda. Where'd she one off to? Well, funny you say that. Some people Once upon a time. say that she had a lover up in Twelve Oaks, actually. Wally with a big willy. Yeah, that guy. And that uh, she just left, left old poor old Walt. Haven't been the same since. Well, well, well. <laughs> Look what we have here. <laughs> Why won't Walt do something? We know that. We know that. <laughs> Damn it! I can't think of anything else. Starting with where might Walt have gone? The wily wanderer. Yeah, on a walkabout. Um, hmm. Wondering. As you're having this conversation, uh, the door and you guys um, are walking, uh, Thandor and Aelan, you're walking back down the street. You see someone running towards the tavern and they open the door and you look over and you see a human woman uh, and she's standing there looking distressed. She goes, help, help. I can't find Abby anywhere. She went out to find that damn dog again and she's gone. And uh, at that moment, all of you hear a scream pierce through the night air. And that's where we'll end the episode. No. No. That was episode 11 of Dice Paper Roll. What happens next? Whose mysterious scream pierced the night air? Who are the strange twin brothers who really... Boring as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Where has Walt wandered off to? And will Wanda return? Let's find out next week on Quiz Paper Rule. Will Wanda return? You should subscribe to our podcast and you should also review our podcast. That'll help us out a lot. Yep, that'd be mm. super amazing. Uh, it's very, very helpful for new podcasts to get as much exposure as they can. So, like, share, head to Facebook. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. That'd be amazing. Instagram as well. Yeah. And the handles are at Dice Paper Roll for all of those. My handle's not... Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm.